Joy and trials seem to be opposing forces. As the days turn into weeks and the weeks months, this is becoming a trial of epic proportions across the United States as well as the world. Join me today as I talk about joy in the midst of trials. And welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. for being here with me this week on the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. Man, I'll tell you, the only way we're going to have joy in the midst of all that is going on is through the joy of the Lord. It is a supernatural joy God reserves for those he calls his own. We talked last week about positioning ourselves for the protection of God. We also need to position ourselves to walk in the joy of the Lord. Joy is a byproduct of the Holy Spirit in our lives, as well as a daily choice that we make. It requires death to the feelings of despair, hopelessness, fear, and anxiety that are crouching at our door every day. It is purely a choice of our will to allow God to fill us with his joy through the Holy Spirit. Let me share with you some verses out of the Bible that talk about joy. The first one I want to share with you is Romans 15, 13. Here's what that says. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Have you felt your joy waning over the last couple of days? I know I sure have. When we get to the place where things are hard and the days are long, joy seems elusive at best. It is at this time you will have to examine the source of your joy. For me, it's easy to have joy when everything is going just as it should. So then, what is real joy? Have I been confusing joy with happiness? What about you? The joy that God talks about in his word is the joy that comes only from him. We see in this verse that God is the only one who can fill us with joy. You will only be as joyful as your trust in God. Joy, true joy, comes only from the Holy Spirit in our lives. As we fully trust in him, despite what we see with our human eyes, he will be the one who fills us with unspeakable joy. So I have to ask myself, and I'm asking you, does your joy come from fully trusting God? Galatians 5.22 says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and if you want me to go on, gentleness and self-control. The day you choose to follow Jesus as Lord of your life is the day you became spiritually alive. As a spiritually alive person, the Holy Spirit lives right inside of you. The Holy Spirit is alive in you. However, it is you who determines how much fruit of the Spirit is manifested. 
The more you walk in step with the Holy Spirit, the greater the manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Choosing to turn toward God and walk in obedience to Him through the work of the Holy Spirit in your life is one sure way of experiencing joy, true joy. This joy cannot be influenced by what is going on around you because it is produced inside of you. The Word says that greater is He that lives inside of you than he who is in the world. That's 1 John 4, 4. As you walk in the spirit, he will become greater in your life and the greater your joy will be no matter what is happening in this world. Here's something to think about. Do you allow the Holy Spirit to reign in your life? James 1, 2 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. This verse is truly a change in perspective. Considering a trial, joy goes against everything inside of us. I know it does me. Most of us fight anything hard, tooth and nail, and sometimes we see hard things as failure. God doesn't see it that way at all. God is way more concerned with your character than he is the trials you are going through. In fact, the hard things are what builds the kind of character God desires. In this season of your life, It is an opportunity for him to do just that. The hardest things you go through in life can be the very catalyst God uses to produce in you his character. However, the choice is yours as to whether you will allow God to mold your character and set you free or whether you will become bitter and calloused by what's going on around you. So, do you face trials with joy because you know God is working together to make them good? Romans 12, 12 says, rejoice in our confident home, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Prediction is man's way of trying to gain control of a situation they have absolutely no control over. God is humbling us in ways we have never been humbled before. Our hope is only as great as that which is the object of our hope. Our joy only as great as the confidence in that hope. As you are entering another week of new temporary, and this is temporary, confident hope in the one who is in control of the chaos is where you're going to find your joy. Patience in this time of trouble and prayer is what will keep you focused on God. Only the God who has the power to end this right now, he's the one that will bring it to an end and he will do it. Are you trusting in the prediction of man? or the confident hope of God. And the last verse I want to share with you is out of Psalm 118.24, and it's a popular one we all know. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I tend to forget in the middle of the hard times that these are the days that God has made. He didn't fall off the throne when COVID-19 showed up. In fact, he knew it was coming from the foundation of the earth. It didn't catch him off guard. He's omniscient. He knows all things. When you see each day of your life as the day the Lord has made, this will give you a whole new perspective on that day. God is moving all things to an appointed end. He is all-powerful, all-knowing, and is everywhere, and he is with you in this. However, our response to the day that he made for us is what hangs in the balance. We can choose to begrudgingly walk through the day whining about the things we can't do or the people we can't see and the places we can't travel, or we can rejoice and be glad in it. The choice is yours and it's mine too. Are you able to choose joy even in the darkest of days? 
As we climb deeper into these next few weeks, let's not forget that this is our finest hour for the church, that we need to have a heart of gratitude and to position ourselves for God's protection. You can learn all about those in the previous podcast in this COVID-19 series. If you are looking for community in the season of physical distancing, consider joining me and other women in the Zoom room every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. I will add a link in the show notes that will take you directly there. I know you will enjoy being with us because we're growing through this. We're not just going through it. We're growing through it. Be sure to subscribe to the Prayer Tribe and get your prayer sheet for this week. It's free as you pray for joy in our children's lives. That's what we're praying for this week, for joy in our children's lives. Let me leave you today with the lyrics from a song by Sidewalk Prophets. I was singing it earlier today and it it brought the joy that's so deep inside of me from the Holy Spirit up. It bubbled up. And here's what the chorus says. There's always a reason to always choose joy. There's something deeper that the world can't destroy. Smile when you think you can't. Smile, get up and dance. Smile, there's a bigger plan. The storm only lasts for a while. So smile. I will see you next week.